0: Just a quick note that this podcast was recorded and created during the 2023 WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes. Without the labor of the writers and actors currently on strike, the movies being covered here wouldn't exist. Please support our actors and writers in getting fair wages and compensation. Go to sagafterstrike.org for more information. Welcome to Three Films in a Podcast, the show where Destiny brought together three friends to enhance each other's cinematic journey by watching three new movies in a series of themed rounds. There is no claim of ownership on any film footage used in this episode, as all film footage is owned in its entirety by the copyright holders. And just like every car in Too Fast, Too Furious, this podcast contains spoilers. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Three Films in a Podcast. My name is Ben Lawhorn. And I'm joined by two guys who are feeling pretty, Tyler Beck and Matt Weiler. What's up, guys? Hello, I man. do feel quite pretty. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, for those of you new <laughs> to the show, allow me to welcome you to our movie club. And for those of you returning, welcome back to the movie club. We're happy to have everyone here. Please tell people about us if you want. If you like what you listen to, um, word of mouth is fantastic. You can find us everywhere at Three Films Pod. And we have a website threefilmspod.com um, where you can go see the stuff Matt's created, get some merch or whatever, if you want to support the pod. It's also just good to follow because uh, we got some changes that we've announced and starting in 2024. We've got a new version of the pod that we're going to be doing and we'll be announcing everything on our social channels. So it'd be good to follow us there. And, yeah. Get all the updates, but for now, gotta stay updated, man. You got to stay updated. You got to be hip with what the kids are talking about. And the kids are talking right. about this. Let me tell you. Let me are, tell you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the also, there's are. just
1: like so much misinformation out there that you you don't want to hear things going on with our pod that aren't right. happening. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. We want to set the record straight there. So the this is the one place that fishes. you can get. Yeah. You want to get your sources accurate and all that. So, the, yeah,
0: this is the spot for that without a doubt. Well, we are here to wrap up our remakes round. Um, we've finally made it in this round. We've done five episodes so far. This is our sixth episode. We each picked a couple of remakes, a couple of movies that fall within the remakes. And we've been talking about those. The first we did a star is born um, with our, our gal Babs and then uh, Bradley Cooper. We did Dune, my first Lynch movie and then Villeneuve movie, which was awesome. It was so cool. And then last week we talked about the original West Side Story and we're here to talk about kind of like the audacious move of remaking this movie by Mr. Spielberg himself (laughs) kind of couldn't believe that he did it. So we're here to talk about it, whether or not it works. Um, As
1: I like to call it, the second
0: original West Side Story. <laughs> the second original. <laughs> not the first original, the second original one. Um, nominated for seven Oscars and winning one of them. This is the film adaptation of 2021, again, by our buddy Stevie. This movie stars first-timer Rachel Zeckler. Did you guys know this was her first movie ever? I did, I did not, not realize that. Bananas. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, she... Did such a good job i thought she was mm-hmm. amazing in here you know um our buddy patrick cottner has been on here a couple times from the george lucas talk show and rachel zegler's also been on the george lucas talk show so we are one degree away from rachel zegler i just thanks patrick no, not there thank you patrick for that she actually was on there i think on the night of the oscars or something like she joined hey, their live streams. so that. yeah which i thought was kind of <laughs> cool so um that's rad Anyways, yeah, Rachel Zagler was awesome. We had Baby Driver himself, Ansel Elgort, David Alvarez, Mike Feist, uh, the Oscar winner, Ariana DeBose, who did the damn thing, and uh, the EGOT winner, Rita Moreno, making the return. It was cool to see her again. I liked her kind of swapping Mm -hmm. into that role. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, this is uh, the the log line. This is an adaptation of the 1957 musical West Side Story Explores Forbidden Love and the rivalry between the Jets and the Sharks, two teenage street gangs of different ethnic backgrounds. Uh, This is a remake of arguably one of the most successful movies ever, most successful musicals ever. And I kind of want to dig into it. Like I said, I mean. I had never even seen it, but when I heard Spielberg was remaking it, you know, I was just like, what is he doing? Like that's, that feels like remaking Casablanca or the Godfather or something like it felt somewhat on that level of importance in film history. And that's why I chose these movies. And this is like, this is it's for me, it's all been building up to this. Like, this is why I chose it was Steven Spielberg's West side story. Um, But I want to hear what you guys thought about it. Matt, was this a first time watch for you? Did you see this when it came out? Like, what did you think of the movie? I, I had intended to watch it when it first came
1: out. Um, it was one of those like, yeah, I mean, similar. My interest was peaked that Steven Spielberg was doing this. Um, obviously, I'm a big Spielberg fan, so I had high expectations. I was really looking forward to see what what uh, what fingerprints he was going to get on this movie. Um, I, for whatever reason, delayed a long time, and I did end up watching it maybe a year ago for the first time. And I watched it with my family. And I mean, my experience with it was to be expected. I think I like it more than the original. Um, I, I just, I love what Steven Spielberg brings to movies. And I liked the little upgrades that he made to like the Latin American culture in in New York um, that I thought were necessary. And they were great. Um, And as you said, like the performances were, were super awesome. So the casting was, was really well um i always with ansel elgort i always find myself like saying his name over and over again (laughs) ad nauseum to my wife like in like a scandinavian accent like ansel
0: Ansel, it's
1: the one with ansel
0: so stupid so hot right (laughs) yeah
2: yeah (laughs) anyway lucky woman i know exactly
1: (laughs) um yeah i can't wait to hear like I can't wait 20 years from now to hear like my kids talk about the things that like dad would do. And I swear <laughs> yeah. the Ansel Elgort voice is, is going to come up. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked it. We'll talk about like one of the scenes that I really love in the elevator pitch. Uh, but I think the most noteworthy thing about this movie is that it was my son Thomas's first experience with like not a happy ending. Oh, okay. And he didn't know that you could do that. Yeah. He was not something that was on his radar. He was not ready for it on his letterbox. He gave this an atrocious review. Oh, no, (laughs) because he felt strung along and then just like betrayed. Honestly, he felt betrayed. And yeah, I mean, I don't know how we could have prepared him for it other than like showing him other tragedies. But this was like his his first experience into that world. And he was
0: not happy about it. That's an interesting Thought like I don't. I'm curious what my first movie was without a happy ending. Like it's it's amazing that you were there for this experience because even watching the first one, I was surprised by the ending. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can only imagine what he felt at his age. Just like wait, you you can do this. Like yeah. I've been hanging out with these people for like two and a half hours. I these like these characters. Like it's yeah, weird. Like yep. oh, that's yeah, that's really interesting.
2: Well, Tom. I agree, buddy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tyler wasn't ready. Still
2: didn't love it,
0: man. Still didn't, still love, didn't it.
2: love it. Yeah. And like uh, you were saying earlier, even though you had never seen the original West Side story, you were curious, like, what is he doing? Like, why is he doing this? And I still, I still feel that way. Like, yeah. Other than like the updates and uh, representation for the Latinx community, which I'm all about, um, that was like my biggest gripe for the original. Um, yeah. And I think, I guess if that's the reason that you're redoing this, then that's i su- I, I suppose that's good enough, or I suppose that's a worth a, like a worthwhile endeavor. Mm-hmm. but like other than that, I'm like, what like why <laughs> like yeah. I, I, I genuinely didn't see any other improvement. It was just as good as as the original, you know, mm-hmm. which is actually like sort of an endorsement of the original in itself, but I guess, like, I didn't really know what to expect. I thought maybe there would be, like, at least one new song. And maybe there was. Maybe I just, like, am not paying enough attention. But, like, to me, I was like, I just watched the same movie just with better representation. Which, again, is important and great and worth it. But I'm just like, why? (laughs) I don't know. And I just, it just completely, I don't know. I'm just not the demographic for this movie. And, like, I don't, by default, hate uh, musicals. I think we talked about that. In the last episode for the original West Side Story, um, I don't hate, Rita hate by default at all. Just um, these wait, ones. What? Sorry, what? Oh, I said
0: you just hate Rita Moreno. That's it. But you don't. You don't hate musicals. I Zero for two with Rita Moreno.
2: <laughs> I mean, she's like the saving grace uh, in both movies for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, like the character of Anita. I realize I really like that character, Um, mm-hmm. and then also like Rita played it very well in the original and i really did like the update to doc like she you know she takes mm-hmm. over the doc character here and i really did like that and i'm like so it's got to be a mix of her plus like i just like those characters especially anita i love anita yeah. but i don't know man like it's if this if you love this movie i'm certainly not going to knock it like knock it i just like i'm like i just i just don't get it there wasn't for me there wasn't enough of an update to like make it worth it and i guess like if you're Steven Spielberg and this is your pet project then i mean go ahead but yeah i, I don't know it just it just missed for me you know and just
1: Tyler I mean, saved us thousands of subscribers by not knocking the people who <laughs> like this movie <laughs> yes thank you
0: you're welcome it's, it's funny cuz this review sounds like you just watched like Gus Van Sant Psycho <laughs> which is like a literal shot for shot remake like i don't know why you did it like yeah. it's the same exact thing you know
2: that's honestly how I felt. I was like, "Oh, it's." I-, I thought like maybe there would be a couple different songs, like I said, or there would be some different take on it. But I was just yeah. like, "I'm pretty sure this is the exact maybe same Vince movie. Vaughn. I know it's not shot for shot." Yeah, yeah like Vince Vaughn wasn't in this. So I was <laughs> <Yeah>. super bummed <laughs> yeah. about that. He would have um, been Officer
0: Krupp. So yeah, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, he would have been a fun Officer Krupke. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't think it yeah. was necessary, other than like. The updates for representation, which is great and worthy, but I don't know
0: that. Yeah. not spent
2: A bunch of money on a diff- on a bunch of different other things. It's totally I fair.
0: <laughs> but I guess you know when you're Steven Spielberg, you just kind of get to do what you want. You know, it's yeah. like all right, cool. Yeah. Uh, um. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I left the movie not really sure why it existed but i feel like it's good you know like i mean he did a good job he's steven spielberg like i don't know like yeah you know i like ready player one like i don't like i don't know that the guy can direct poorly like i think he's gonna just make right. a a baseline good movie no matter what he's doing mm-hmm. um and there's some stuff in here you know i watched it with my partner and she brought up some good points of like there seems to be some added depth to some of the characters and like we talked about like the significant lack of brown face is wonderful <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> like it's yeah. so nice to not have that, but you know, some of it is just like the times like technology is better. You can get cooler shots. Now you can do mm-hmm. cooler tracking shots. Like you can do whatever, but I found myself still at moments. Like I honestly kind of feel 50 50 where I wish I could crop these two movies together because like as, as wonderful and stuff as like the high school scene was in this Spielberg one, I loved it in the first movie, like the framing of the shots, Mm -hmm. like how everyone, like it felt like longer takes. And I just like, I don't know, there's something about the way everybody was battling against each other that felt more intimate, I guess. I don't know exactly, you know, if that's what it is, but I just, I really loved that from the first movie. But in this one, I liked you know, how, I i mean, I just mentioned it, but like the Officer Krupke song, like we're actually in the jail, you know, and that's kind of cool to see that. And it's not just like on right. the street, like it was in the first movie. Like I appreciated how in some of these, he switched up the context or at least the location, you know, uh, Maria is like a cleaning lady now. And that's when she's singing, I feel pretty because she's in this kind of like, quote unquote, lowly job. And she gets to be around, you know, as someone who, for a living shoots houses that are like millions of dollars. I kind of understand where it's like, you're just <laughs> surrounded by things you're never going to be able to afford. You know, it's like, Oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. And that's what it felt like in there. It was just like, yeah, I'm never going to pay. I mean, at that time, whatever it was like $18 for a scarf, but whatever that translates to now, like $400 for a scarf. Like, yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to throw it on. So I liked that context. I think in the first movie, there are these seamstresses or tailors or something like that. I forget the context of the, I don't the, remember first one but anyways like i i appreciated that you know it's just some of it's just it's it looks better but again that's just a sign of the literal times um and
2: and the first and like, one i like does it does like i was tra- i was like arguing with myself about this i'm like does it look that much better because the original is fucking remarkable and we we, went, yeah. we talked about it quite a bit like i know it's you know different obviously different technologies better lenses better whatever yeah. versus like the technicolor film stock they were working with but like i mean the like the lighting and cinematography in the original like you mentioned earlier we have better technology so it's easier to get better shots but i think that's like one major notch in the belt for the original is that it i feel like cinematically it holds up you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's it's almost like a knock against the new one it's like. I genuinely didn't feel other than like better technology and film stock or whatever, that it was that much of an improvement, you know? Yeah. Cause the first one is fucking incredible. cinematically. Oh, yeah. I, I think, No. Um, and I'm not saying that you don't feel that way, but it's just like, it's like, that's, that's just another thing. Like other than putting new people in it, like I, I don't know. I'm just going to say the same thing over and over, I guess. But <laughs> I just,
0: <laughs> I guess in that sense, I mean, I felt like in the first movie there were some, you know, scenes or whatever that were very much blocked like the Broadway play, you know, where it's just yeah. like yeah. it's very static and stuff. Which for me, like I talked about the high school dance when they're doing that, it works really well for me because we have so much movement going on and like Mm -hmm. the camera doesn't need to do much. Like, let's let these people do much. And that's where I lost it in this one because he's still doing all these like overhead shots and moving the camera so much. I'm like, I don't, this is just let me watch them. You know, like, I just want to see what's happening here. But there were other scenes that were just like very, they were just blocked kind of weird in the first movie. But that's again, just kind of you know, you learn over time or whatever, like what, what looks good and what you like. I agree with you though. Like what they pulled off in the first movie, considering the time was very impressive and nobody did the knees off the handlebar flip like Russ Tamplin (laughs) in the first movie. So, you know, it missed out on that for sure. You know, like I, I was waiting for that to happen and I didn't get it, but yeah, overall I, I liked it, but yeah, I just, I, I don't feel I don't, I don't know if I've answered my question of like, why did he do this? You know, other than yeah. just like, he. I guess he just wanted to, you know, and we get better representation. We get an update on that, which is needed and wonderful, but it's just still like, okay, we got that and that's great. But I don't, outside of that, I don't know. I guess I don't know that he went in with those like altruistic motives, you know, um, as much as just like, yeah, hey, I love this movie. I want to make it, you know, like, all right, cool. Go yeah. for it. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Why not? You earned it, Steve. Yeah. yeah. You've, you've gotten us millions of dollars, if not billions of dollars. So <laughs> sure. We'll, we'll fund this.
2: Like, I wonder what the conversation was. Like, who did he? I didn't really do a lot of research. Did he produce this? Like, I, I guess I'm just he wondering like, what have. his pitch was and what their response is. I can't imagine it was anything other than like,
0: I doubt he needed to buy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's a curious point.
2: Has he been pitching it for years? Like, I really want to remake West Side Story. And finally, whoever paid for it is like, fine, Steve.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Or if this was a thing that he he was passionate about or the studio was passionate about. You know, like maybe they wanted wanted the update and it was kind of, you know, like the whole Schindler's List, Jurassic Park thing of like, we'll let you make Fablemans, but you got to give us this like studio remake of West side story first, but who knows? I, not me. That's for hmm. sure. But um yeah, yeah. Overall, I'd say the winner from both of these movies is Rita Moreno. She was, she was awesome in both of totally. them for sure. Also fun fact that like, this is the first time the same character has won an Oscar. Cause that's what Rita Moreno won for and what Ariana DeBose awesome. won. So it's kind of a, kind of a cool thing to have happen. So, mm-hmm. and maybe one of your favorite scenes involves, that said oh. actress and if it if it does i'd be curious to know what it is um and if not what your elevator pitch would be to somebody that you wanted to watch the spielberg remake if if they had seen the first one and you're like you gotta at least check this one out for this reason or maybe they haven't seen the first one and you're like you know check this out it's spielberg it's one of the greatest directors of all time this is his take on it i'm kind of curious what scene you guys would pick tyler i'm gonna throw it to you first like what what would your elevator pitch be Before we get started, does anyone want to get out?
2: So before I say my elevator pitch, I just like I just had a thought while you were speaking. Like if if someone hadn't seen either, I'm I'm really trying to decide which one I would recommend. Yeah, they see. That's interesting. You know what I mean? Because they're almost interchangeable to me. And I I can't decide if I would want them to watch the original because it is great. And I would like them to, um, you know have that like historical context or whatever, or if they should just watch the newer one because it has better representation and uh, it looks more modern. It might be like more palatable to like a modern viewer or whatever. Yeah, less I don't know. It's, a, it's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean, they're essentially the same. So just watch the new one. Cause at least it is representative of the cultures that are in the story. Yeah. Um, but anyways, tell you what, if you are listening and you have a comment, please Put it. go to youtube and tell us what you think yes because i uh i'm on the fence i honestly don't know um so i would show uh the uh probably my favorite song in the whole movie is the uh i think it's called keep cool or maybe it's just called cool or whatever yeah. but it's when yeah. uh they find out that uh there's a gun involved and um riff's gonna is it riff that has the gun yeah yeah and he's gonna go shoot uh he's like gonna when he shoot, and ansel
0: uh, are fighting over it on the yeah whatever
2: yeah and i just love that song it's like a really cool like jazzy sort of like it honestly kind of reminds me of like a tom Waits song you know what i mean just like kind of has like this like not the sound of it or not like the voice obviously but just kind of like the the tone of it and the cadence of it and i don't know just a really cool like jazzy song um i really like that song um between that and um well I won't say the other scene in case one of you have it but there's there's besides I feel pretty there's two songs I really like and that's one of them so I would show nice. that just because I think it's my yeah I like I just like that music
0: it's been that stuck in my is... head
2: ever since the first one
0: oh really oh yeah yeah that that scene is like a great example for me of like, I talked about last week um forgetting that this is a musical sometimes and just how much dancing is involved. Cause they just kept like doing spin moves and jumping over these holes. And it's like, just get the gun, man. Like what are you doing? This was, (laughs) this was the first time in that movie where it's like, come on, you guys, like, why are you dancing so much? Like get the gun from him. But uh, yeah, that's a, it was an awesome scene. Um, Yeah. That's a great choice. That is a great choice. So
1: I feel like I've let both of you revel in your uncertainty about which movie you choose enough. Um, Please, I'm, I'm a lot straight. more decisive. I'm not like a, I'm not a West side story head by any means. It's yeah. not like my favorite musical. I, it's not like I loved, you know, either of the movies. I liked the, I liked both of them quite a bit. Um, and I certainly recognize the, some of the great shots and, and blocking and compositions of, of the first one. But to me, this second one is, was a much easier watch. I think mm-hmm. the adaptation the cinematic adaptation of this one felt way more like a movie. Ben kind of pointed that out that some of the, some of the first one was very much just, you know, blocked like the stage production. Yeah. Essentially watching, you know, a taping of, of a Broadway play. Whereas this one felt like a, like a true movie. And I also, I think I enjoyed the, the cast more in this one. And I think I enjoyed the individual performances more with, with the glaring exception of the, the backflip off the bar uh, that that Ben mentioned. Yeah. You can't, that's, that's unforgivable. Yeah. Um, You gotta have that. Yeah. And I don't think, again, we're speculating what the purpose and intention of this movie was. I don't think he was necessarily trying to outdo the first one. I think I imagine that if, if this was like some type of passion project, there's just enough of love of the first one to feel like you had you know, some something to do with the cinematic depiction of mm-hmm. of a source material that you really love. Uh, that, that's my best guess. Uh, but to go along with that, my elevator pitch, uh, we mentioned like the school dance. And I, I genuinely loved the school dance from the first one. But I did find myself rewatching a clip over and over and over again of the school dance in this one. And it, it was just like and Ben pointed out the technology that we live with today but it's like this long shot where it starts like underneath like the sharks as they're like marching into the school Yeah. and it's like backing up and then it backs like through legs. And then it goes up and over the everyone dancing. And then like it positions itself at like a pivot where you see like the sharks and the jets, like enter the scene. And I, I just like, I can't believe that that shot exists. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's so
1: good. And I don't really like call out shots like that very often. I'm not like a technical geek by any stretch of the imagination, but just like what they did with the choreography and being able to direct that shot was just to me that's that's the Spielberg of it all. And that's that's a shot where I could say like this is this is one of the reasons why it's great that he did this.
0: Yeah, I think that's totally fair. That's a that's an amazing shot. That you know, leading up to the high school dance is it's hard to deny how great of a you know kind of a one or that is um and yeah i don't know it's a it's a cool scene for sure like i said the the it's the one time i think the blocking of the first movie being stage musical esque works for me but this is a great intro into that whole dance um yeah i think it's a awesome choice For me, it's a scene. Again, I already kind of talked about the officer Krupke song. I like it. It's kind of interesting because this doesn't really have any of our four main protagonists in it. (laughs) You know, it's like (laughs) all the side guys who were in the jail together, but I just really enjoyed the choreography of this um, utilizing all those benches, you know, um, to become like a desk or whatever. All Mm -hmm. that, like the um, therapist, like, bench like all that kind of stuff throwing the papers around all the spin moves like this one really for me this was probably my favorite moment of choreography throughout the whole movie uh and it's just kind of interesting that it didn't involve any of our main people (laughs) at all it's just like the dudes so the jets themselves so that's that's what i would show i would think um if someone was into it and they hadn't even seen you know, the Oscar winning performance or, you know, Rachel Ziegler or any of those guys, and they were still interested, I think this movie would kind of be for them. So that's the scene that I would show. And for me, it's one of the better updates from the first movie is this. Speaking of our four protagonists, I am, I'm putting a new route in the Google maps. Uh, We are passing Rushmore mountain and we're headed straight Uh, to Lake Minnetonka, actually, these guys, <laughs> these guys don't know this, Oh, but, uh, I'm switching fun. it up last minute. We're going to go purify ourselves and we're going to do okay. an Apollonia wow. award. Um, and okay. just talking about this, I was like, you know what, there's a, there's an obvious protagonist here, but I don't think anyone really gets more, a lot more screen time than some of the others. So I think it'd be fun for us to talk about what, who would take our Apollonia award for West side story from 2021, I'd say everybody's fair game. I know Rachel Zegler is like her protagonist, but you know what? She's on the board. If you want to choose her, let's go for it. So I'm, I'm switching it up here. Last minute change. Um, yes. I don't know. Sometimes you're in the driver's seat. You're just going to change the route. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, do either of you have someone in mind that you want to go with, or do you want me to go first? I
2: mean, okay. There's a part of me that's like, I like. I have two. I guess I have two answers here, and and I think one of them is fairly obvious, and I almost feel like it's the one that we should take off the table. But then I'm like, well, that's the clear winner then, okay. <laughs> you know. Yeah, like yeah. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Rita Moreno here, okay. Um, just because she's just so great, but like I think we've sung I her think praises throughout pic- the episode. Like yeah, everyone knows that we um, love her
0: performance,
2: right? um well i'm gonna go with uh my girl anita played by ariana debose debose yeah. Debosi? DeBose. I yeah i think so yeah. um she i mean I, I i do think it might just be the character but i really did love i loved both rita's performance of anita and ariana's performance um yeah i honestly don't know how much more i could say about it. I, I I thought it was really really good and and again i think it might just be the character. I, I'm not. I'm yeah. not entirely sure. But especially it's when she character. goes to, when she goes to Doc's this time, it's you know, um, Valentina's. I guess. Yeah. But uh, and she, you know, she's trying to get that message across to Tony. I, I just thought that. I thought. I don't know. I just thought her performance was really good. I really bought it. Um, I really felt like her, her terror and like her strength in the face of that terror in that scene. Um, I, I felt like. Um, that scene in both movies is um, ha- extremely harrowing and, and pretty mm-hmm. gross. Um, but I do. Maybe it's just because it's. I, I don't know why. It just seemed a little more uh, harrowing in, in the Spielberg version. And honestly, maybe because I kind of expect them to cut it. I'm not sure oh, why yeah. I thought I, I thought it, or I thought he would like tone it down or change it. Um, I didn't think it would quite go. Um, as far as it did towards the sexual assault as it did uh, for some reason, I thought that would get toned down or whatever. And it didn't. And um, I don't know. I just thought she did a fantastic job. And when I think of West side story, I think of, I think of Maria and Anita uh, quite honestly, Yeah. Um, but I'm going to give it to Anita here. All right. Yes.
0: Awesome. It's I think her character is so great too, because she plays off of, I don't want to step on Matt's toes, but just briefly like, she plays off Maria and Bernardo. Like she does a really good job mm-hmm. yeah. making that kind of a trifecta with the three of them. So, yeah, that, that character is like really integral and important to the story. So, awesome choice.
1: That is a great choice. Gracias. For me, what, one of the biggest upgrades from the original, in my opinion,
0: um, and this is why I'm going to use this person is Is like Corey Stoll. Is that who you're gonna pick? Is that, <laughs> is that your Apollonia Corey Stoll with the wig on? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was Corey Stoll.
1: Um, no, I uh, I had a hard time in the original buying into Tony. Mm. Really? I feel like he was he was a great like he was a great like a good guy um, amongst like batter guys, but I just wasn't totally sold on. I don't know. I I don't want to get too much. I don't want to knock the original Tony. Yeah. But I just felt like Ansel. Ansel. (laughs) I'm like almost saying it. You just wanted to say (laughs) Ansel again. Yeah. I'm almost like (laughs) saying it on accident just because I. Anyway. Ansel. (laughs) I I just feel like he was an upgrade, a big enough upgrade from the original for me uh, that I have to choose him uh, because even though the. The female cast members in this like blew it out of the park i also felt like the female cast members in the original were very strong as well mm-hmm. whereas for, for me tony was not as strong in my opinion and so i'm handing that award i'm ripping it out of tyler's hands <laughs> to give to ariana and giving it to, to ansel ansel
0: ansel and ariana um yeah i think that that was one thing i think I'm, i said with the first one is I can see why Spielberg chose Ansel. Um, Ansel. You got it now Ansel. in my head. Uh, I know. Um, and I think it may have just been more of the stature and stuff. I'm like, Oh, they're kind of like similar, but he definitely brought, I think a little bit more to this character for sure. Um, and my selection kind of goes in hand with his um, and it's, it's riff uh, Mike Feist who played riff in this movie. Yeah. Um, I think he had one of the, bigger set of shoes to fill. Cause Russ Hamblin really is like so important in that first mm-hmm. movie. Like he's, he plays such a big part of it. Um, and I think Mike Feist did a, a wonderful job, um, bringing all the emotion. Like it, he really helped you understand like why the jets are feeling the way they do. Um, and you know, playing off of Tony and I just, I thought it was a very strong performance. I think he's a you know the choreography again what all those guys are doing was super awesome all i'm missing was the handlebar flip that would have that would have been perfection but um <laughs> he kind of felt like the the unsung whatever of this movie and that's why for me that's who i would get the apollonia to cuz that's kind of what i think about when i think about this movie um but really if i if i could split it it'd be just the dynamic between him and bernardo because their yeah tension well, mm-hmm. not necessarily sexual in nature. <laughs> it kind of felt like, yeah. it, like they were, they got very close to each other, you know, quite a bit. I felt It felt uh, palpable to say the least, but the two of them together um, were just, I mean, they're the heads of the Jets and the Sharks. They represent everybody. And I believed them, you know, like I believe that they both yeah. were so like set in their convictions and in their ways. So um, if I was able to split it up, I would, but I'm going to go with Mike Feist on this. Uh, we mentioned it at the beginning, but again, Rachel Zegler's like debut on screen feature film debut. Like this mm-hmm. is literally the first thing she has in her IMTB, not even any other shorts or anything like that. It's kind of it's crazy, crazy that this is the role that she gets. And I think she did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. So definitely just want to shout her out as well. But for um, sure. But then our, our buddy Corey Stoll. you know, just glad <laughs> yeah. to see him. <laughs> thank, thank you, me. Corey. Yeah. Like and subscribe.
2: <laughs> like as, as you were speaking and I was kind of thinking about it. Um, I was thinking about uh, Bernardo and, and actually He's sort of like my one B pick for Apollonia, because similar to what you were saying about Riff, I really bought Bernardo and Riff way more in this mm-hmm. in this remake. It, it, they, the characters felt more real. And I really actually bought that they felt the way that they did and were as territorial and as proud as they were in, in the first one. I was sort of just kind of like buying in for the sake of the story but with this remake, um, the performance actually really did make me buy in, you know, um, I thought Bernardo, I actually, I actually think David Alvarez was pretty phenomenal in this as Bernardo. Yeah. And, you know, the same for riff. I, I actually, yeah, I, I felt their, um, their hatred and their pride way more mm-hmm. in this adaptation than I did in the first. So yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a really good pick. And, um, I don't know, I guess, uh, yeah, maybe I would recommend this this remake over the original. I was going to say it for sounds like you're very either. close to taking a stance there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm taking a stance. We're going with we're going remake all over right. the original here.
0: All right, Apollonia's all around. <laughs> um, well, I mean, with that you know resounding endorsement, I don't know what more there is to say. Do you guys have anything else you want to talk about with old Stevie's West Side Story? Just check it out. I yeah. check it out.
2: Yeah, make your own decisions. I ho- I personally hope I never have to watch either ever again, but.
0: You know, it's totally fair. I promise not to pick it ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, sweet. Yeah, I'm glad I finally got around to watching it. Uh, I think I'm with you guys, too, that this is the one that I would recommend while maintaining that the first one is obviously very important. 110 Oscars, you know, that's like Mm -hmm. nothing. That's not nothing. So So wait,
2: are we unanimously going? Are we recommending the remakes of each film remake?
0: I mean, definitely Dune and definitely this. Yeah. I mean, probably stars. I would go stars born remake as well. Same, I think I would too. Yeah, that's crazy. That is interesting. Yeah, stars
2: born is close. Stars born is close. I really do like Barbara Streisand uh, in the original quite a bit. Yeah, but the remake is just really good. I don't know. That's a tough one. Yeah,
0: that's interesting. All remakes across the board. This is for me, this is probably the closest. Between the original and the remakes would be West Side Story, but mm-hmm. um, you know, give me that guy from Blade. It's gonna make it a tough call. But, you know. <laughs> um, I still love that someone like
1: in earnest commented on that. Was <laughs> so upset, makes me
2: so happy.
0: <laughs> I, I love it so much. It's like clearly did not watch the episode. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, the guy from Blade. Are you kidding me? That's um, Chris Christopher. But they did
2: comment. Oh. We do
0: love comments. It's true. Yeah. I loved it. It was, yeah, it was you, great.
1: Yeah. Well, it was a great comment.
0: Yeah. I, we totally appreciate fair. it. It's, it's fun to see that stuff. Um. Well, yeah. Thanks everyone for joining us for our remakes round. Uh, the next round that we have coming up is legends, but before we get there, we do have a movie draft coming up and we're going to be, Oh no, our next round is French films. Actually apologies. The next round is French films, um, which is exciting. We have some great movies oui. coming up we do Uh, but first we have our rotten tomatoes (laughs) movie draft which was a lot of fun so join us for that next week and then stick around for our french films and we will see you guys soon au revoir Shushana!